Hello, millennials, zennials, Gen Z, fellow weebs, cat, dog, and animal lovers. Welcome to episode 11 of Honolulu Millennial, the podcast where we have conversations with and for millennials who live in Honolulu or have Hawaii ties. This week, I get to talk to the owner of Popoki and Tea, Liberty Peralta. Popoki means cat in Hawaiian, and Popoki and Tea is a cat cafe in Kaimaki on the island of Oahu where you can spend some time with cute cats, enjoy a drink, either boba or a meowkiato. <laughs> Isn't that cute? Talking to Liberty reminded me why I love doing these episodes every week and why I love talking to people. I spend so much time working, doing things for other people that when I'm alone, I get kind of stuck in my own mind, going back and forth with thoughts. So in addition to getting a therapist, which I totally recommend to everyone, you talk to someone with a different set of experiences or you learn something new. You become enlightened, be inspired, see things a bit differently. And outside of the interview, I told Liberty how I'm a bit hesitant or afraid to ask someone to come on as a guest of the podcast. And she told me, if you don't ask, the answer is always no. So I, I know this may be something you've had reiterated to you over and over, but people are so stubborn. I'm so stubborn that the reminders for me are welcomed. It's not until where you really need or want something that it completely hits you. So as Popoki and Tea hits its one year anniversary on Saturday, February 13, we talked about her journey in putting the cafe together and what she's planning for the anniversary. And she shares advice on just how she was able to start it. I hope this becomes fun for you and you get something out of it like it was for us. So here she is, owner of Popoki and Tea, Liberty Peralta. good you know uh, i i think this podcast is kind of keeping me sane. you know That's good. yeah yep yeah, yeah i understand yeah yeah so i've uh it's it's something that i look forward to and it's something that i get to do and it's something that i get to like make yeah i think staying productive um and and i'll emphasize too that i i, I do think it's I'm, I'm learning that it is important to take breaks too <laughs> oh yeah but yeah. um but staying productive has um, certainly kept me sane also. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fully relate. I've been watching skincare videos on YouTube all day. So. Oh, nice. <laughs> I was actually yeah. just talking to someone about that because they, they had posted a picture about a like this skincare thing that I use. It's like a serum. It's like a nighttime serum and it's by Drunk Elephant. And she had taken oh. the top off kind of like, you know how there's a cap and then there's a pump. She had taken that pump part out and I was like, oh my God. Gosh, I didn't know that she could do that because I've been trying to find like a, a way to hi hello hi. I, so I've been trying to find a way to take it out because I know because you know how when you're using a pump there's always like some left you know like there's some yeah product still left in it so I wanted to like to get to that but I couldn't I didn't want to take something off and like break it you know right but then it the I can't get anything out so I guess it would be pointless but then she was saying though you can recycle it too so I was like oh okay yeah oh wait but wait so you you never you you didn't end up taking the top off i yeah i didn't end up taking the top off so i ended up just just tossing it oh 
<laughs> yeah. So what what have you learned? Have you learned anything? Have you picked up anything from watching the videos? Yeah. Um, oh my god, what have I learned? Um <laughs> a lot of it's like been like repeated information, but um there was a skincare routine for people that have fungal acne. Oh. Um, which I don't I don't have. I, I don't have it because usually if you have fungal acne you'll be um you'll be kinda itchy too. But oh. um so that's I don't think that's something that I have, but um they recommended using Nizoral, which is a dandruff shampoo, oh. and using that as as your cleanser, cleanser for a few weeks. Yeah, oh. after your like regular cleanser, so you, you kind of like so you do like your gentle cleanser, uh-huh. like your, your oil. If you oil cleanse, like you use you know oil cleanser and then your regular cleanser, and then you go on with the Nizoral and you like use it as a cleanser. The only thing is like it, it can make your your um your skin really dry after because you know. It's, oh. Uh-huh. Not it's meant to be a dandruff shampoo, right? Um, right. Yeah, but, but so they were they were explaining like going in really hydrating stuff afterward to kind of counter mm-hmm. that. But I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like you know, basically like you're finding new like multi-purpose things, things. that weren't meant yeah. to be for your face, <laughs> but, right? But it makes sense because because it has antifungal. There's an antifungal in that in that shampoo. Oh, so yeah. what are the uses for like? What does the antifungal do for your, like, for your face, like, for your pores? Or- so, because when you have a fungal acne, it's an overgrowth of a yeast that, that we all have in our skin called malassezia. And um, the antifungal just kind of basically get, gets rid of the excess because it's like an overgrowth of that yeast. Um, so it just kind of keeps it in check. Um, and that's actually what, what dandruff shampoo does, too. You just kind of, because there's no, like, cure for it, right? You can only manage you can manage it sounds so disgusting <laughs> you can manage the yeast. <laughs> kind of like when you're baking bread <laughs> yeah yeah manage the yeast <laughs> oh my gosh so yeah <laughs> so is this part of so what's the what what are you looking for for your skin like what's your like do you have oily skin or do you have dry skin or like what are you trying to do for oh like why was i what what led me to yes how did <laughs> i get was... stuck into this youtube hole of yes this rabbit videos? hole yes yeah <laughs> well um let's see i i think um what was i looking at my my thing was I was kind of looking for because I don't use a retinoid for, like I don't use any retinol right now and I've mm-hmm. heard that it um can be really good for um kind of helping you know obviously there's the anti-aging benefit but I'm kind of looking more for like like I, I've always had like really I don't know if it's blackheads or whatever but like on my nose mm-hmm. so I was looking for like a starter video like basically retinoids for beginners like that's what I started looking for and it kind of just like went downhill from there yeah <laughs> and then I started watching and then I ended up with a how to get rid of fungal acne which has nothing to do with <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah yeah I've been kind of just researching like what retinoid to start with and the, Target actually has a really good um uh starter brand that has really good reviews thinking about getting nice I've, <laughs> yeah. I I think uh throughout the pandemic that's one thing that I've kind of done is tr- finding the right routine for like my face and I've yeah. ever since I think I've t- I've broken out less definitely and my skin has been a lot more smoother because mm. it, it, it's kind of because I've gotten like European facials before where they where they exfoliate they cleanse and and then they do like this mask and then sh- she even does extractions 
So it kind of actually feels at the end of what I would do those facials, like how smooth it is. And I think the definitely the contributing factor for it is I've used this cleanser. It's um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with Forio. So I have this friend who used to work for them and she 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 lives in Vegas or yeah, she lives in Vegas, but she's here just because like she's visiting family and stuff. Um, but she's been here like she quarantined and she was here and she's now she's just working remotely. So she worked for Forio in Vegas and she was like posting all of these things. And one of them was like their cleanser. And so I I was just trying because I really needed to find a way to either what is what are they called? Estheticians. So the the lady yeah, that does my yeah. yeah, the lady that does my face, she was like, You need to just make sure you exfoliate. And I'm like, okay. So I've like used exfoliators, yeah. but it's like, it just doesn't, I don't know. I guess it's because I don't know yeah, exactly what they should do. Well, I was using, well, I was, they tell, well, I've, I've watched videos now and they're always like telling you like not to use them, but I used to use like St. Ives and I've used. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. So I've, I've used that. And then I've used, um, the benefit, um, the benefit exfoliating one where there's like the little beads in them. And I, I've only wanted to continue using them because after I had come back from studying abroad, my face had, um, because it's so cold, my, my pores like clogged up. And so I had all this like build up on my cheek and it was like all like black and, it's it was really noticeable. So I had done the European facial and um, I started to like exfoliate with that benefit cleanser. And after a while, like I would just like scrub and then it like the skin on top of like where my pores were like it started to come off. So it was like, OK, this is like totally going to keep like keep working for me. But after a while, it just it just didn't. And I felt like it was like losing its, uh, I, I don't know, like losing its magic. I don't know. So like, I, like it had stopped working. Yeah, it, it's just stopped working. Yeah. And then so I ended up like just not doing anything to my face really until like the pandemic happened. And then I started to like regularly like clean my face like every night and every morning. I, I probably yeah. do it more than I maybe I should. I don't know. And then I got that Oreo cleanser. It's the Luna, the mini. It's basically a vibrator, a silicone vibrator for your face. <laughs> oh, so it's like one of those like, uh, yeah, yeah, like those vibrating. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't spin or anything, but it's just like yeah. this circular thing. And then it has like these silicone heads. And then you yeah, just like put awesome. it on your... Yeah, so I have yeah. one of those. And ever since I've done that, I've been cleansing every morning, every night and uh, moisturizing. Those two in general have worked so well for me. And I don't know if it's because of vibrating my face helps, but it's it's definitely... My skin's definitely been so much better than it okay. has been in years. Yeah. I was, well, I also feel like it's like the lighting, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we let it help you. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm by a window, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've like yeah. I've a light literally <laughs> in my face. Yeah. yeah. So now <laughs> I, now I've actually used like a there's this vitamin C. Um, they're all by all from Trunk Elephant. Oh. So I use like vitamin uh-huh. this vitamin C serum, and then there's I I love to get the little like mini travel sized things just to try them out and see like how my skin feels and how I like it basically. And so I've been using that the vitamin c serum there's like also like a hydra serum that i just like put on after i like clean my face and like it it just smooths everything out it like makes everything smoother when i put it on and my i kind of have like dry skin so i have to moisturize otherwise like i'll feel like dry patches like on my skin yeah so yeah and i've been using like a (laughs) my sister too so i gifted her this um this like old henriksen like mini set it's like their their toners are apparently really good and they it comes with a toner and a toner and a cleanser and something else i don't know like a whole skincare routine yeah like a three-step one i actually enjoy like having to go to bed because i kind of like having this like routine where i clean my face and it feels good how have things been at Popoki and tea? I know you're coming up to your one year, and I know, so, it's so crazy. Like, how does it how does it feel to be like um, a small business owner and to kind of put your put your dream into have your dream basically of putting this cafe together? Yeah, it, um, I <laughs> where do I begin? Yeah, like five years ago when I first started talking about this, like it, it was just a concept, and now I'm living it every day. <laughs> So crazy. Yeah. Like I honestly don't. I probably should have more time to reflect on it. You know, yes. now it's sort of like my day to day. But yeah, it is crazy. Like, yeah, it's already been a year. Uh, you know, we make a. We're coming up on our one year anniversary. Uh, and what a year to. <laughs> what a year to <laughs> celebrate our first year. <laughs> timing i know i yeah, know yeah so how has um, how has your year been like i think you guys started off really well i think a lot of people were going i think i i've i've seen the bookings like i really wanted to come during uh you guys had like a cookie a cookie yep. decorating event but i was like yep. oh god I, I wanted to go but i like i've sometimes i just i have no money you know like i'm just like <laughs> i understand <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, I understand. <laughs> so how has the year been like? It has been, you know, um, considering the circumstances and that there are so many businesses that are either struggling or have just full on decided to um, close permanently. Um, I mm-hmm. think that we're in a relatively good position right now. Yeah. That's, and that's I'm thankful really for great. that every day. Yeah. Yeah. I I think I know um a few places and I feel like iconic places have have closed down as well. Yeah, so it's so it's really sad. Yeah, so the and the community out in Kaimuki is like super supportive, especially everyone who's a part of Keep It Kaimuki. That you guys are doing all of these like partnerships and you guys are helping each other out. So how how has that kind of impacted the way that you commun- the way that you kind of interact with like the community? I think that. I um I think I I can't imagine doing this without Kaim- I mean I also live in Kaimuki so Kaimuki yeah. really is my home from the beginning when I was talking to like business owners about doing this there's been they've been nothing but supportive and I feel like it's very rare to find a community a, a community of 
business owners that are genuinely there, you know, they, they're there for you. They're, they want to see you succeed. You know, I think a lot of times, you know, there's that saying like community over competition, right? And yeah. um, I think we all just understand that there aren't, because there aren't a lot of neighborhoods left that have that sort of real small community feel. Mm-hmm. And Kaimuki is just a big um, foodie hub in particular. There's just so many restaurants here, but I think mm-hmm. just all the business here, businesses here are so concentrated. And um, so not just physically, but also emotionally invested in our, in each other and our neighbors. So I just, I can't imagine doing this anywhere, anywhere else. Their support has been so invaluable to us. Yeah. And especially like just living in Hawaii too. I just feel like the, like it's, that's something that's super special. I think about just living in Hawaii in general is, is just that yeah. community. Yeah. Yeah. For so sure. Rolling back just a little bit and when you a year ago to like when you first started to kind of put the cafe together so was there was there anyone who was I guess like your mentor or someone that you like talked to about like the whole process of putting it together like what was that like for you yeah there were there were several people early on that I had talked to about doing a cat cafe one of the first people um his name is Sergio and he's one of the co-owners of um like a cat cafe in yep. was that was it uh oh, look um, crepe no. Oh, no 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 it's different Sergio so, so Sergio um he <laughs> <laughs> no, I know who you're talking about. I've met him too. He's he's cool too. But um, specifically about cat cafes, um, Sergio is one of the co-owners of this cat cafe in Portland called Currington's Cat Cafe, and, and oh, they cute. actually um, yeah, they just sold the business though. They they um, so they're they're under new ownership right now. But um, he was very very um helpful and kind of giving me a roadmap as to what to how to go about doing this because I think sort of that kind of person that wants some sort of <laughs> structure yes as to how, how to do something I, going back to the skincare routine thing like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like routine so he he actually had put together this document because I think a lot of people were coming to him asking for his advice so he sent me this document lining out okay here's what you should do and it, actually the document lines out what every business owner should do if they want to start a business mm-hmm. so he it, it included things like you know you need to whoops sorry you need to have a business plan you he highly highly recommended that I take some how to start a business type workshop or class he had said like maybe a community college or something somewhere somewhere in in um, my area that offered that kind of um, training and so I ended up that's how I ended up finding the um, the class that I ended up taking called launch my business which is offered by the YWCA and they still offer it yeah Yeah. they still offer it to this day yeah so his his advice in the beginning was really really helpful because then I, I kind of had a roadmap from there to um to work off of nice so I, I know now especially like it's kind of difficult to like meet new people um and I I think from doing all of these webinars and doing these events where there's like a networking portion which is essentially like online dating and I've actually talked to people who um, like if, if they would, and some told me, well, granted, they're a little bit older. They told me that they would never go in there. So as, as oh. someone who's like really, as someone who's, who's young and is trying to, for, for anyone who's like trying to expand themselves or grow their business or their brand, like, where did you meet this Sergio? And like, what oh. would you suggest? What would you suggest for people now to like, to, to network? I guess. 
Do you know? Are there I, any ways? Or I think how I found him, I, I literally just searched. I think I was also following a few cat cafes on Instagram at that point, and I remember emailing several of them and just straight up asking oh, nice. <laughs> like, for advice. I was one of those like annoying people. <laughs> um, and and Sergio was, I think, the only one that actually replied to my email because he actually at, at that point he was offering like a consulting service. Oh, um, nice! Like helping other people who wanted to start cat cafes in their area. So I kind of lucked out in running into him online. I think yeah. I I think I just found their email address on their website. Just emailed them. Awesome. I I definitely know from experience the different kind of responses you get. Usually you just like don't get a response at all. But (laughs) while I was working with with Yelp, I would I would basically like old email all of these people like if to see if they would be interested in doing like a Yelp lead event. And it's it's very surprising at how many people will like come back to you and be like ask you for more information and just just get back to you in general. So it's it's definitely possible. If it's it's um I I try to I have a thing that I keep by my front door and it says you know, basically asking you shall receive, right? Like, yes, if yes. you don't put it out there, you're that de- the, the, the answer is definitely going to be no. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and, and the worst yeah. thing they could say is no, basically. Well, yeah. I mean, it's not even that bad, right? I mean, it's just like, okay, like I can just cr- cross that off my list. It's not, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it a worse thing. Yeah. It's a good thing because then yeah. now you're, you filter it, them out. <laughs> I, I, I love it. I love it. I love this yeah. mindset. So yeah. <laughs> when so as a okay, I I know you told this story a billion times, but so how why did you start a cat cafe? Like what was that turning moment for you that was like yeah this employee? Yeah, so um I I think you know him too. Um so my friend Aaron is a huge cat guy. Aaron Landry, do you know him? Mm-hmm. I met him. He used to he used to do a lot of marketing stuff here. Um, mm-hmm. He lives in DC now, but I at one point was working for him. He is a huge cat guy. At, at one point, we were this was like before a meeting. We somehow ended up talking about the cat cafe that he had um, had contributed some money for their Kickstarter. Um, it's the cat cafe Crimson Whiskers, um, which uh, they have. Well, they had their their first location in DC. They sadly had to close it recently because of. Um, COVID. COVID. Yeah. Yeah. And like their lease was up basically. Mm -hmm. And I think they had decided not to renew, which makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, But they they also have a location in LA. So he he had contributed to their Kickstarter. And I think they were one of the very first um, cat cafes in the US. I had never heard of cat cafe. I mean, you know, I still haven't been to, this is going to blow people's minds, but I still haven't been to Japan or Korea. I would love to. Any I know. animal cafe? I know. I need to go. My sister has gone. Yes. Um, I uh oh, oh gosh. It. Yeah. It's it's yeah. a it's it is an experience. But yeah, I think the I'm difference sure. is like instead of like a adult cats, because I've been to a, a Shiba a Shiba Inu cafe and it's they're all kind of like young, they're younger, so they're not like potty trained or anything like that. It's just that they're so <laughs> cute. Yeah. But then they like pee yeah. everywhere, and so they're like, yeah, so they had to clean up their pee like every so often and there's 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 as much as like 10 dogs in there Huge. yeah i think that kind of be, might be the nature of dogs all i mean like puppies oh they're all puppies right they, they were like i think they were like just after the puppy stage they weren't like really small but oh okay yeah they're yeah. probably like a 
because that experience is kind of how I imagine goat yoga to be. <laughs> it's like, like that's why I can never, I could never do goat yoga because I just imagine like because I had goat, you know, oh I grew up on a farm and I had yes, goats. yes, they're poop they, everywhere. Like, they just poop yes. like randomly. Yes, <laughs> it's like I don't want goat poop on my yoga mat. Like, oh my gosh, I, I so didn't ever thought gross. about this, but yes. <laughs> I'm weird. I that's what I think about. I'm like, no, I don't want to do goat yoga. And wouldn't that be painful though? Like I think about it I'm like, I like goats, you know, like in general. Kind of heavy. Yeah, yeah. they're heavy. Like having and they're like little hooves things like on your back. <laughs> like, wouldn't that be so awful? Well, also like their eyes. What was that movie with that like the demonic goat? Anyway, they, their eyes look so demonic. <laughs> <laughs> they're this square like rectangular <laughs> like it's yeah they're like rectangular it's so creepy like i no, <laughs> sorry <laughs> oh goodness <laughs> anyway <laughs> you can edit that out <laughs> it's good it's good we'll keep it <laughs> <laughs> but uh <laughs> oh, we're talking about how why cat cafes as I'm yes about goat yoga. Um, yeah, <laughs> you so, haven't been to any animal cafes. Yeah, which I think people will find shocking. I have been to cat cafes, obviously, um, mm-hmm. but they've all been in the U.S. because I think it was important for me to go to cat cafes in the U.S. because mm-hmm. they're it's a different it's a slightly different model from cat cafes in Asia because the ones in the U.S. are focused on adoption. Mm-hmm. whereas like if you're living in tokyo mm-hmm. you're likely not living in a space that allows except anyway animals yeah yeah whereas in the u.s it's 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 part adoption but it's also part you know entertainment for people who can't have pets that was yeah. what's so I, pretty I new to me that was yeah. what was pretty new to me is the adoption part because i yeah yeah i would only know of the ones in japan where you just kind of go and you like play with them you take a picture with them and that was it. You get a drink and that's it. Yeah. And that's, I think that was kind of the advantage of, that's an advantage of living in Hawaii is that a mm-hmm. lot of people are so, like they're, they're so ingrained in um, Asian culture and mm-hmm. in Japanese culture specifically that there wasn't a huge educational, I mean, I still have to explain to some people what, <laughs> what do we do? Cause we do yeah. get the, the person who comes in and they're, so tell me what this place is. <laughs> but it's, it's not as severe as like if, if I was like starting this in somewhere in middle America, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But why a cat? cat? Sorry, I keep. <laughs> I I had just adopted my cat around this time, also, mm-hmm. and 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 before that, I um like growing up, I I only really had dogs. Um, I never owned a cat. You know, mm-hmm. my my family they weren't like huge cat people. people. Um, but the idea of having a cat is very appealing when you live a busier lifestyle and you live in the city. So um, so I had just gotten my cat. And then that kind of opened the doors to it's it's kind of like that phenomenon where you buy a car and you notice the car that you bought on the road a lot more. There's it's it's a there's a name for this phenomenon. But like mm. now that I had a cat, I, I kept seeing cats everywhere, and and it kind of opened the doors to educating myself about how major the cat overpopulation problem mm-hmm. is on Oahu specifically. And around the time Aaron was talking about cat cafes, I was like, oh, that's a really like that's a really innovative model for a for a business because it's not just you know it's there are all these businesses that all they're focused on is, is making a profit from from early on like I just always felt important that I I wanted to do something that also contributed to a positive impact on the community as a whole and so this 
business idea kind of was a perfect intersection for me. Very entertaining, a very like different concept and had like that community impact component. It was something that I had, I had played around with. It took me a, a, a couple of years, I think, to actually commit to doing that idea also because there mm-hmm. is a sphere of entrepreneurship. Like it was just something I had never really seen for myself. You know, I thought that I was just going to be working at the place I was working at forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had talked to a lot of people too that who I who I respect and one person in particular and she you know runs her own business too and she was just like you know what is the worst thing that that could happen you know you you're young yes yeah <laughs> like, like you might as well try it now you know uh-huh. um, it's not like I had kids to support or mm-hmm. you know and, and there's there's a woman named Marie Forleo she's she's an entrepreneur I don't know if you know who she is but she has a she has a book um mm-hmm. she has a mantra her it's her mantra really is that everything is figure outable I rem- like that was sort of like a mantra that I, I had adopted for myself too it's like well if I don't know how to do it there's other people out there, surely that. Is she yeah, it was long. It was a long journey. Yeah, it, the, the book is called "Everything Is Figure Outable." Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm thinking of the "Don't Wash Your Face" lady. Don't wash your face. <laughs> yeah, oh, or like um, wash your face or something. I'm thinking of her. Wash your face. It's it's like wash don't. Your face? <laughs> is it a skincare lady? <laughs> <laughs> No, it's a. Uh, oh my god! Okay, wait. <laughs> Facebook. I gotta. It's it's girl. Wash your face, and her oh, name oh. is Rachel Hollis. Oh, okay. Yes, it's but it, it's one of those like life. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, it's a self, like a what do you self, call self like help. motivational? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So, so while you were going through this, this whole process, because I know, I think a lot of people now, how do you battle kind of overthinking things? You know, I I know you mentioned it took you like a a couple of years. So I, I, I imagine that it was few years were also not just planning, but also kind of thinking things through. And I know a lot of people kind of, I wouldn't say suffer, but they experience like the whole analysis paralysis, like the ifs and buts and what ifs. Yeah, yeah. So how did you, how, how were you able to overcome like those kinds of feelings? for putting this together well the first the first thing was talking to that one friend in particular who was like what is the worst thing that could happen because I remember mm-hmm. sitting in her living room I was I was staying at her house she lives in LA I was staying at her house and I was so distraught about like I felt like I, w- I was at this critical moment in my life where I had to choose a path mm-hmm. and she was like you know Liberty you keep talking about this cat cafe idea <laughs> <laughs> yeah and like yeah the, one of the, the things she said was what is the worst that could happen like you could try it mm-hmm. and then if if it doesn't work then you know you're not going to be homeless like your your parents are still here you know and you have a lot of people who like care about you mm-hmm. you know it's not like it's not like it's just you and um sorry I lost my train of thought my cats are fighting <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. without committing to this 
you know, a lease and a physical location and rent Mm -hmm. and all this overhead. And yeah, so I'm glad that I talked to her. And I think that was also an idea that came up from the business class too. the the course that I ended up, it it was a seven week course and they were there, they were huge on experimenting and and scaling down your idea to a a concept that you can trial because it, it, Mm. it, it reduces the risk, you know, your, your, yeah, your, kind of controlling your your risk so that's where the yeah the once a month pop-ups came in because I think I finished that course in I want to say it was like the beginning of 2018 and and then our first pop-up was like that summer yeah so so exciting and I've I've played with these cats and they're they're so wonderful and you talking about not being uh living with people who weren't really cat people I was definitely one of those people and ever since I've experienced cats as a pet I really love them I just wish yeah. my cat now would let me hold her if you have <laughs> advice on that like getting an adult cat to let you pick her up oh yeah the picking up thing is kind of hard how how long have you had your cat um, uh, I don't even know maybe like the big we're almost a I have no idea months it's been months i want to say during the several months beginning of the pandemic oh so maybe, almost a maybe year almost a yeah year. maybe i mean my cat my first cat my older cat um mari she, mara yeah mara. <laughs> she wouldn't she she only started sitting in my lap it was like at least a year after i after she was after i had her mm-hmm. so uh, i mean a lot of it is patience and time and yeah consistent consistent love you know cats at the end of the day, like they're animals and they'll operate on their own terms. <clears throat> and we, that, that that's definitely something that we experience. It's actually right now at the cafe, there's a couple of cats. There's always a couple of cats at the, at the cafe actually that are, they take a little more time to get used to this new space of living with like 15 other, other cats. Yeah. Yeah. And, and not not just that, but also people coming in every day. Right? Oh yes, also so, different people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's why we have that that back room because at any given time, there's at least two cats back there that are still acclimating, and so we have like it's myself, and also we have a bunch of volunteers who come in and like one of the things they do is they give them a lot of love like they pet them and they tell them that the space is safe and it, I mean not tell them but you know they show them <laughs> that the space is safe and they have nothing to be afraid about and and literally like one of the cats actually just started coming out today so his, his name is yeah his name is Meowth like the, the Pokemon uh, yes so, does he look like Meowth uh, I, don't, no, I don't think he does but but he is <laughs> he, <laughs> he, he doesn't bite but he does like Lab. but I think that was that was kind of because he was in the room and someone was was kind of moving too fast for him so to uh-huh. speak like he, oh. she was trying to like get him down from somewhere and he was like yeah no you're not oh. you're not doing that <laughs> but that's natural but um no but he has he definitely has that face where he looks like we joke about all the time he has like that um can I speak to your manager face oh. like, he, <laughs> it's... like resting cat face yeah <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I love how everything is so re- there. Everything's relevant for cats, the resting yeah. cat face. And so, do you <laughs> is is that one of your favorite things, or what is your favorite thing about having the cafe? Like, I I would think it's it's having all the cats and learning their personalities and seeing them. Live yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's um the learning never ends because cats they're they're individuals. 
right? So you kind of have to take time to learn about them. And that kind of in turn helps inform us how we tell people about them. Yeah. And, and I, but the other thing that I like too about the cafe is, especially for these Shire cats, we're helping to, in a sense, rehabilitate them because, you know, they're all rescue cats and they have varying levels of trauma you know so there's there's some cats that'll take like two days to acclimate some cats will take two minutes or you know two seconds to acclimate <laughs> and then you have like the cats who will take like literally we had a cat that took two months it, I mean it was that was a lot of patience <laughs> no yeah yeah but and, and he ended up he ended up getting adopted you know um mm. once once he did acclimate he was such a sweetheart but uh it's just you know because they they're uh, rightly so afraid of what is this weird place and why are all these people coming in yeah yeah um but uh yeah but the other great part is just seeing how people react too you know like like <laughs> my my favorite reactions are the ones who like the people who come in and like we have just made their day oh, you know they're yeah. so they're so amped to come in yeah um, I love it yeah yeah so cute I I, I love getting to see just love seeing cats do stuff yeah just, like in their own environments and like how they react to each other like when a fight breaks loose that's interesting you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah do, do and you I have any probably, i should reword that like it's not a cat because when you know when when you say cat fight people have like this idea of like fur flying and <laughs> blood being drawn like it's it's not an actual you know i, I see jumping uh, cats just <laughs> slaps you know <laughs> cat slaps <laughs> so i know you partner with uh cat charities for all the cats so how did that partnership come about like how did did you guys work with each other previously or did you volunteer with them previously a lot of their fosters were working with us during the when we were still doing the pop-ups so that's how we got to know cat charities and I just found like they, they were so easy to work with which you know that to me is, is so important in a any any sort of collaboration like open communication flexibility super easy to work with and you know and they're great people and they do great work so it was a pretty obvious choice I think from the beginning it was really hard at the very very beginning when I was still when when this thing was just still an idea I hadn't started doing the pop-ups yet but like even trying to find a, a rescue that I, I think because I I mean you know rightfully so like here's this random person like asking <laughs> asking me mm-hmm. if, if I need help adopting my cats like I could I could understand sort of the wariness mm-hmm. in the beginning but cat charities was willing to you know partner with me and and we're both sort of growing organizations also which I think really helps mm-hmm. too so we're learning a lot from each other but yeah so they're 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 in a nonprofit their offices in Pearl City they actually operate out of the so the head of cat charities she's actually a neuropsychologist for children for, uh, that's her day job oh, so wow. she has an office in Pearl City yeah yeah she's like she wa- works with like uh, you know children with uh, autism and learning disabilities during the day and then oh. um, on her yeah then on, on her w- weekend she does a lot of the rescue work with the cats yeah but but yeah uh, there's a uh, one room in her office that's like the cat charity's office and that's where they um they foster a lot of the kittens out of there not all of them of course like they, but there's a few that are there they they also work with a network of fosters around the island that mm-hmm. also foster the cats that they rescue so for the most part they're foster based because it's not like i mean the office isn't really set up to be a shelter either there's mm-hmm. no shelter so 
the only other kind of venue that they have as far as getting their cats adopted out before we came along was, mm-hmm. you know, Facebook. And I think they had a couple, they have a couple of seats at the PetSmart in Noelani and that's, mm-hmm. that's about it. So they, we've really helped kind of move along like speed up their adoptions for sure. Love it. Have you ever fostered any any cats before? I myself have never fostered any cat, but I um you know, I've taken in like injured birds. <laughs> you know. Like, not from cats, know, I hope. Like, <laughs> hopefully not. No, no, I don't think so. There's like there was one she looked like she had like it looked like she had fallen from like whatever the nest. Yeah. So I had I took her in and I mean, it, it broke my heart because she, she died, like, oh, the no. next day. Like, she was pretty messed up, yeah. But, I mean, that's the thing with animal rescue is it's, there's no guarantee. I mean, it just, it just shows you how, how precious life is, how fragile it is, right? And mm-hmm. I think, understandably, I think that's why a lot of people are maybe hesitant to foster or, or get involved in animal rescue. But I think, I think that the, the, um, the, the positive things that happen kind of help, I don't want to say cancel out. But, you know, it, it, it's just kind of like life. Like there's there's going to be bad days and there's going to be good days, yeah. you know. And, and at the end of the day, you kind of just have to remind yourself that you're you're making a difference. One year of having Popoki and tea is coming up ne- Valentine's Day weekend. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Valentine's Day weekend because right. we opened on the 13th of February last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So are you guys doing yep. anything special? We we aren't. We're, we're okay. Well, what we're doing is everyone who comes in during that weekend will get a free Valentine from one of our cats. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> like, it's super cute. We wanted to do something simple this year because yes. of you know just everything going on. So that <laughs> that's what we're doing. Cute. <laughs> Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Um, um right. yeah, we were actually talking about possibly doing a cookie decorating event too, but it, it it's just we were just like it's gonna be busy this weekend anyway, mm-hmm. with it just being Valentine's Day in general and it being a weekend. Yes. Like we'll we'll just do something like funny, like <laughs> Valentine's from the past. <laughs> yeah, and then the other the other like kind of timing issue that was the Super Bowls was Sunday before. Mm-hmm. We we're gonna do we we're gonna do the cookie decorating on the Sunday before Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. We we're like, uh, I don't know, Super Bowl Sunday. Like, yeah, everyone's gonna be yeah, watching the timing. Super Bowl. Yeah, I really want chicken yeah. wings. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes, that sounds really good right now. <laughs> yeah. So outside of doing all of the popoki and tea stuff and working, you mentioned that it's important to take a break. So what do you do for yourself other than finding a routine, a skincare routine? <laughs> <laughs> other than getting sucked into the black hole that, that is YouTube. Um, yes. <laughs> Antifungal uh, dandruff shampoo. Using <laughs> dandruff shampoo for, for face wash. Uh, I've been doing a lot of um, cleaning and reorganizing in my home. I um, I, I do feel like it does it really does impact your um emotional and mental well being when you have a you know, a cluttered home versus a organized or clean home. So mm-hmm. like earlier I doing a I was cleaning my um my, my fan. You know how like the fans get all dirty so you have to like disassemble it and dust yes. it. Yes. Yeah. Stuff. So I was doing that and that was very <laughs> 
in a weird way very therapeutic like yes because you can kind of you can see the results right away yes yes i got all that off and it's it's it gets (laughs) a lot more powerful like it blows more air yeah it feels clean yeah yeah, exactly yeah you can you can feel the difference and you can see the difference and i think that that applies to just cleaning and organizing in general i think it just clears your mind too. I get to sleep in a little later too, which is nice. <laughs> I don't know. It's 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 kind of weird because it is you know we are still living in pandemic times, so it's not yeah. like I'm you know doing a whole lot also, which I think is also why um cleaning the house is so like it's just like magnified the necessity mm-hmm. of it because we are we're all at home more. I'm sorry. I wish I had a more <laughs> interesting <laughs> answer for <laughs> for what I do in my time <laughs> it's okay I, I i feel the same i try to take advantage yeah. of being still try to take yeah. advantage of being still so yeah. i i know there are some people who do like weird things with their cats like there are some strange cats who like to go walking so do, <laughs> take your cats. do you yeah. do any activities with your cats <laughs> um I mean, other than like playing with them the normal way <laughs> with the feathered, not the normal, I shouldn't the say that. Like the feather and the, the traditional way. Yeah. Yeah. I have feather toys and stuff for them. There goes oh. one of my cats. Um, <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> she's like, yeah, speaking of, <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm also laughing because, um, so I had um, a cat be- behaviorist come check out my place because I was like you know is there anything else that I could be doing to my space to like oh my gosh I mean because yeah I've, and I've um, seen those um like Jackson at, Galaxy like the the tv show whisperer yeah <laughs> yeah so I had him come in and it was funny because it's like I have a cat cat that you think that I know but I think one of the things that I've grown comfortable with is um you know I mean just I don't consider myself an expert just because I have a cat cat there. Like I'm always open to learning and and hearing other people's opinions too. So, so I had him come in and I was like, the the challenge also is that I rent. So it's not like I could just like, you know, like the shelves that you see at the, yeah, like the shelves that you see at the cafe. Like I Uh can can install a bunch of shelves. So I was like, what else could I be doing to, you know, make my cats happy? And he Mm -hmm. said, he had suggested, he said the biggest thing that I could do for my cats was to train them on um train them to, to walk on a harness like harness train them and i was like oh god that's like easier said than done <laughs> so, so why why did he suggest that because he saw my um so so where i live there's like a nice patio area and there's like a, oh, yeah. uh, i wouldn't call it a backyard because Mm-hmm. you know like it's it's not it's, it's just a little bit of a yard there's like trees there's a tree we have an avocado tree in the back mm-hmm. and some plants and stuff and he was just like this is such a nice area like it's it's kind of a, a small slice of of nature that you could be taking them out in mm-hmm. and um you know obviously it wouldn't be safe to just let i live by a main road too so mm-hmm. it would be dangerous to just like let them loose as an outdoor cat as outdoor cat so he was like you know here's a video that i did on how to harness train your cat go watch it and then it's it's a very gradual process because it's not like a dog that where you could just like put a leash on them and then take them yeah. out and, yes. and even that like there's some training involved too with dogs um with cats so gradual because first you have to you have to i mean the very first thing is you actually have to like get the the your scent or like your home's scent onto the harness because you know cats can smell like a million times i mean i don't know what the actual statistic Mm -hmm. is but 
their sense of smell is much stronger than ours. So he, he was even saying like, put it under your pillow, sleep with it, you know, sleep with the harness under your pillow for a couple of days so that like it gets your scent on it. Mm-hmm. And then like you would do the cat and then you're, you're supposed to like feed treats to your cat while, you know, on top of the harness so that your cat associates it with like positive things like food. Uh-huh. It's it's like it's a whole process. It's really interesting, and and so it's not like you're just putting the harness on and taking them out because mm-hmm. you're not gonna they're just gonna resist that all the way. It's like over a course of at least a couple of weeks. But yeah, he was like, yeah, think about harness training your cat because you have this <laughs> nice outdoor area. And I was like, okay, all right, so that's good. That I mean, that doesn't involve any construction in my yeah. house. Yeah, yeah, physically taking them outside. And I feel like I I you know people. <laughs> That's good advice for people too. <laughs> Spend some time outside. <laughs> Actually, it sounds like a a lot of fun. I've I know yeah. that they also have there's like a, a like a net that you can take from like your door to outside, and it's like this little like net bubble that they can go outside and just like be outside. But I think it's yeah, like, like a meant- pop up. Yeah, it's like a pop up catio almost. Mm-hmm. Um, like a, it looks like one of those like tunnel things that you can buy at for children pet store. Yes. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but like for cats. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, they have those too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you've done like a profile or anything on the cafe or on you. You know, it's funny you mentioned that. I actually just wrote a thing for um Island Scene magazine. It's the HMSA magazine that gets mailed to. Um, everybody but um that's actually coming out soon um and that I think is more of a um it's a combination of like what what is it that we do and how has COVID affected how we do things and how it affected us as a business Mm -hmm. and but I think you mean like sort of like more my journey Mm -hmm. I guess not a lot of people yeah I don't think I've ever done anything like that because I think Myself, like, as far as a business owner who's gone through this journey and, and continues to go through this journey, I kind of look at businesses at other businesses differently now because we kind of, kind of, we kind of take them for granted. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, cool, new restaurant. But mm-hmm. you, unless you're a, a business owner who's gone through that journey yourself or knows someone, um, who has, it's, it's never an overnight, like they didn't just, you know what I mean? Yeah. They didn't just wake up yesterday and said, I'm going to open up a pizza place or whatever. Yeah. Right? It, yeah. Took, yeah. it took a long time to get to that point. Mm-hmm. And um, I think, I hope that, I, I think it, it seems like COVID kind of opened up more people to that reality because because of businesses closing and, and having a hard time. Mm-hmm. Is that it's, don't take your favorite places for granted because there's a lot more that's put into it than what you're just on the outside mm-hmm. yeah um, and it, it yeah. definitely puts it into perspective for other people too because I guess like knowing like for example because everyone's always thinking about like COVID regulations and like knowing where your hands been and it, it's like getting the idea of like how many things people touch and like how many things mm-hmm. how many places people go in order for them to do their job and also like just thinking about all the funding that has to go in. It's like, they don't just have to pay for like their, their employees that they have to pay rent. And then they also have to, there's, there's also things like their energy bill, you know, there's, there's just yeah. like a lot of like pieces to it. And I think yeah. 
personally for me, I always enjoy talking about like the the owner, the business owner more, or like the artist or the entrepreneur more because it's like they they have something to share that's just that's not that's outside of like their business model, I guess, or outside of like their purpose of 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 why their business exists. So. Yeah, it's more like this is what this is what we this is what we went through to get to yeah. this point, and this is what we continue to go because I think it's also because of um I think it's partially social media um mm-hmm. or 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 maybe maybe it has a lot to do with social media where we're just kind of seeing the curated content right yes. where it's just and and it's kind of led to I don't know if I would say that social media causes it. Or uh-huh. if it's just like young people, I think it's a combination of things. It's also like keep younger people just kind of have this need for instant gratification also. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. and then in celebrity culture and looking at celebrities and how they're like, they've made it, but we don't know the 10 years or whatever that they put in prior mm-hmm. of hard work and mm-hmm. rejection to get to that point. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I think it is important for more of us to share the path toward all the physical whatever the physical goal is that you're working toward because I, I, then I think more people will kind of understand and appreciate yeah. how, <laughs> yeah. how how hard thought of a journey it was yes yes and I, I, I think COVID especially during this time I feel like everyone because everyone's all stuck at home and, and no one's going out no one's like having these like physical relationships with people that they're kind of thinking about like their mental health more and just looking at things differently from looking at things from a different perspective and kind of changing the narrative of like how we see things too. So how we see things and how we talk about things and what we talk about, what we focus on. And I just personally like to talk to people. (laughs) (laughs) That's a very important trait for uh, running a podcast. <laughs> that this would really be a really crappy job if we made a talking to people. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, which which is why you know why taking breaks. But maybe going back to that topic too. The, the the other the important reason why it's the reason why it's important to take breaks is because as I am learning continuing to learn it's unsustainable to be working on one thing 24 7 mm, you know yeah. you need to sleep because yes. you're going to be doing the same thing again the next day and um you know it's thinking about the long-term success of whatever it is you're working on too because mm-hmm. you know obviously how how are you going to be able to achieve whatever it is you want to achieve without taking care of yourself first yeah like i i talk to a therapist like once a month at least maybe twice it's actually twice a month I talked to my therapist this afternoon <laughs> I did too <laughs> I did too this morning yeah I talked to my therapist yeah. this afternoon and I like that you mentioned sleep because sleep is also like one of the things that contribute to healthy skin <laughs> full circle yeah yep 100 <laughs> percent because oh when you sleep, your your skin regenerates. <laughs> you can't regenerate if you don't sleep. <laughs> oh 
man. And I was, did you, I, so this past couple of nights, we've also been watching these scary movies. The other night it yeah. was The Vanished. And it was about this family who loses this girl, who loses their daughter. And they're like going throughout this camp to find her. The cops are involved. People die. I won't spoil it for anyone. Not anyone that I, not anyone famous that I know, but it is on Netflix. Oh, okay. It's on Netflix. It was one of those. It was, it was, I enjoyed it. Um, I, I kind (laughs) of. I don't know. Did you? (laughs) (laughs) A little bit. I think I was just expecting a little more or maybe a little bit more about like the, the parents or maybe it moved too slowly like it wasn't as exciting there were there was a lot of things going on basically and yeah a lot of things and also simultaneously not enough yeah yes (laughs) (laughs) it really was like like there's there's like the suspicion of somebody but then somebody is having a mental breakdown and they don't know if they can do it and it's like the the parents seem suspicious and there's this uh, i don't know it was there was a lot going on but at the end it was like that don't make sense that makes sense and it was oh, like okay. okay so Wait, i and so, I, but, <laughs> but the end, so the ending was the payoff was worth it you think was it worth the confusion <laughs> Or is it so confusing? No, it's it's not confusing. It's, it's just following it was like, okay, like, how is this relevant? Like, what is having to have tied everything all together? Had it tied everything all together better, I think I would have enjoyed it a lot more. It's just, there was just so many things to focus on that I was like. Yeah, they're trying to do. Yeah, they, yeah it sounds like they're yeah, trying to do too much. yeah. So there was there was just all these possible storylines or things that could have happened to the girl that well I did not think to mention what had actually happened to her, but the parents did seem very sus- suspicious. So that was the other night. <laughs> Going back to what we talked about last night, I had watched another movie called oh, I don't even know what it's called. But it was on Hulu and it was the movie is about this family who sleepwalks and the son, while he's asleep, gets and it only happens when he's asleep. So he gets trying like he gets kind of trying. He gets how do I say he's getting taken over by a demon only when he sleeps. So they go to like a something. They go to like a sleep doctor and all this kind of stuff. Oh, was it Doctor Sleep? Was it Doctor Sleep? No, no, it wasn't Doctor Sleep. Okay, I I did enjoy Doctor Sleep though. Like with all the other movies, I actually enjoyed it. Like that was a movie I enjoy. Um, but it's it would just absolutely suck to not have to go to sleep. And I it was there was this one scene where they were trying really hard to get the kid not to go to sleep and then, and they oh just like God. stick him with adrenaline and I'm like, "Oh, no, that must like hurt and suck and like having to keep yourself awake is like torture." Yeah. Cuz like yeah. I'm trying to stay awake just to like watch a movie and sometimes it's like <laughs> the movie does the movie doesn't win, you know? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> the couch does for whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh man, sleep is important. Is... Yes, it is. My mom. No, she sleepwalks. It's fine. She doesn't. She doesn't. She doesn't listen to podcasts. She doesn't know what podcasts are. Whatever. Uh, she. She. I remember she told us like when we were kids, like it was something that she would like repeatedly talk about. But when she was like sixteen. She had like, I guess she had really bad like sleepwalking episodes. And one night she like walked out the door and um out onto the road and got hit by a car while she was oh sleepwalking. Oh my god! So she ended up in the hospital. Wow. Yeah. Was this yeah. here? Here? No, no, uh-huh. this was back in the Philippines. Oh shoot! Yeah, and I was like, how did you survive that? But I guess whoever um whoever hit her took her to the hospital, which you know, thank God, you know. Oh yeah. But it was an honest person that very good um but yeah i remember i still remember her telling us that like oh my god i hope we don't sleepwalk (laughs) 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 because this is what could happen (laughs) yeah i i I honestly could not imagine anyone who sleep like i'd be scared out of my because like their eyes are closed right imagine waking up and being like laying on the road like what the (laughs) what (laughs) And in pain, jeez, you know? <laughs> uh, what a way to wake up! Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every time someone mentions sleepwalking, that's what I think. Of, so. <laughs> yeah. Yes. All right. Do you have any questions? <laughs> um. <laughs> I, I hope that this is an adequate podcast. <laughs> I, I think this is fun. I think this one's going to yeah, be great. I, I think so too. I, I had, I certainly had a lot of fun um, talking to you. It's been a long time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm like glad to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad the cafe is doing excellent. <laughs> <laughs>